Welcome everyone. My name is Vida and this is Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. A podcast where we discuss current news and developments happening in the cricket world with a special focus on Sri Lanka cricket. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host Sohan. How are you doing, Bora? Doing good, Vida. Heading into the Christmas break. Cricket, uh, we played our last game last Saturday. Um, yeah, good results for our team. Uh, and now looking forward to a break and watch a bit of, you know, knockout cricket with the LPL. Um, and Boxing Day Ashes. How are you keeping? Not so good. I've checked your scores. You're doing well, unbeaten so far. Yeah, yeah. the other way around. <laughs> so, we got a lot to catch up uh, after Christmas, so it's going to be exciting after Christmas. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm looking forward to the Boxing Day Test Match. Um, uh, before that, I think this episode we should dedicate to LPL because uh, we got through the first round games happened at the R Premadasa Stadium. As we record this episode, um, Dambulla Giants and Colombo Stars playing the Eliminator tonight. Uh, both teams we support got up to the qualifiers. Bora, I'm yep. happy with Colombo because we were a bit behind early tournament, but we managed to win games and. Uh, you're playing the Eliminator tonight. Yeah, good luck to you guys. I think um, they they fought it off with um, the Candy Warriors, um, Angie's team and the Columbus Stars fought hard for that last spot, I think, to make it into the Eliminators. Um, nonetheless, um, this is the busy end of the tournament. This is where the points wins matter most. Uh, so if they find, you know, an extra leg or extra kick to you know get through the most important games they might be uh, doing well at the back end moving on to Hambantota I think that's a good change we'll discuss more through the episode about that change happening um, but uh, again yeah LPL so is the focal point for us this uh, episode yeah I mean yeah you talk about matches moving to Hambantota last few games they played at Premadasa Stadium turned out to be well, if you talk about the pitches, they were turning with bounce. And I, was, I mentioned in the last episode, Bora, you would have loved bowling on, on those pitches. Yeah. It was um, turning embarrassingly too much uh, in the last few games. Not ideal for a T20 tournament, Bora. Yeah, I think the skill side of things, just from an overall outside point of view, um, you need a good pitch determines the scale like the level of um, games that are being played attractions um, the media coverages etc in the current trend you've got so many franchise cricket happening around the world like currently you've got the big bash league happening as well as Sri Lanka playing the LPL so hand in hand players have to pick you know have a choice to pick where to play so um, most of the batsmen, if they have a choice to play, whether to go to the Big Bash or play in Sri Lanka in the LPL, um, their choice would be first to fly off because they know they're playing on good tracks. They get more, I mean, their value stays high. Mm. Um, if a batsman comes in, plays against a rank, you know, pitch that it turns rank and they struggle, their value in the domestic circuit tends to drop. So um, that's a key point that um, our tournament organizers need to be a bit more smart. And I think we'll drop the ball slightly there. So, and overall, you know, entertainment is the sixes, the runs that are scored in T20 cricket a lot. 
test match mm-hmm. cricket we talk about the balance between bat and ball and testing skill t20 cricket's a bit more on the entertainment side and i think yeah. that's play a key part in it so i think that's where we've got to improve um, and i think uh, this change into um, going into hambantota for the knockouts is in a way it's a good one we'll we'll see more with the scores tonight the tournament organizers should be a bit smarter if we are to attract uh, good players from around the world as well as good players attract good sponsors um that's how i see it um, unfortunately most people will see the current daily action of this tournament because the daily action will be covered with the media and the commentators um calling the current play as it is it's it's mm. part of the media coverage deals so but for us to think ahead um the few years ahead those are things we'll have to you know quickly iron out what we discuss who are the international players or overseas players playing mm. we've got a few guys on the back end of their careers um i think phil salt and a uh, few guys i could see are good players that we've attracted uh, jaden seals from west indies like players like that we need to add a bit more on um for the tournament so can it it'll develop our players as well now now you hit the nail on the head for uh, when teams pick players in the draft the teams who picked enough spinners had a big advantage in this tournament isn't it like um yeah. some teams so some a team like candy they didn't have a yeah. proper all spinner they paid the price because they didn't you know they 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 had enough fast bowlers but they didn't have a proper spinner in their squad i think they paid the price because of the pitches players who put their hands up to come and play in lanka premier league they they might uh, change their mind because if you're a batsman you want to score runs you don't want to see three top spinners bowling at you in a t20 game right in a t20 team you can deal with one good spinner like rashid khan or one of the hasaranga but you don't want to see two or three of them fitting into a team and um you know it's a big yeah. challenge like as you said t20 cricket is entertainment people want to see sixes and hitting the stumps by fast bowlers yeah. you don't want to see finners <laughs> turning it across that's more towards the test cricket we we we'll go into um team performances uh, if you like for our uh, yeah um i was hoping to add one more thing with that yeah, like go ahead i think we will we'll analyze the teams but something to keep in mind moving into dambul uh, uh, sorry moving into hambantota um means uh, teams will have to reassess their playing levels because the yeah. conditions will change um you nailed it when you said um, three spinners like when you the last few games played at the ketarama like even half spinners or part time spinners did, yeah. became Rashid Khan's or Vanidu Hasaranga suddenly because the ball's turned in square um but now if Amban Tota the wickets are true fresh that means um you'll need more quality bowlers um and so some of the teams that struggle through in the tournament might be able to come through if they've got quality fast bowlers that are going to play a part now um we'll we'll find out more as today's game unravels um we'll be able to assess how the pitch is uh, it's a fresh pitch so it should come up to, uh, i mean it should have the best uh, condition to play on it in the, at least tonight um but yeah let's assess the teams have to love to see who's done well and you know yeah. see who you know been on top 
top of the ladder for us. Yeah. Before that, I'll quickly mention um, who are the top wicket takers and the uh, top run scorers. Samit yeah. Patel with 15 wickets. He's the top of the wickets pile. Matis Tikshana with 13. And Imran yeah. Tahir with 13. Dinesh Chandimal from Colombo, 275 runs. And Phil Salt, 247. And um, Tom Kohler, Cadmore, 220. So, I mean, they played eight games. They're not, that's yeah. not massive runs, mainly due to turning pitches. So, let's talk about Colombo Stars. First, for all, I can't can't wait to talk about uh, the team I support. So, if yeah, you I, saw know, that. I want to go, I want to go with Colombo first. <laughs> when I saw the team list, I was um, not surprised at all. You want your team up first? Uh, yeah. But happy to give them an assessment um, with uh, the team. I think the standout player for the moment is Dinesh Chandimal. Um, yeah. Like you, you mentioned, he's found another gear. He's kicked yeah. off well. Um, credit to him managing to turn uh, the, his game around in a short period of time coming off the T20 World Cup he was criticised for the game and amount of exposure he's had in international T20 cricket and the stats were not lining him up yeah. um, which you know some of the expert commentators pointed it out um, mm. but it's a big change especially we talk about Victor Wickets turning square. Um, Chandimal has come batting in that six seven number, I think, for lower middle order. Yeah, number six. Yep, he's changed it around. It's a different uh position. He's normally a top order bat, number three, mm. especially in domestic cricket. He'll slot in as a, you know, number three or an opener of that local side. Um, so he's gone out of his position and he's proved a point, which is a rare uh, situation happening in Sri Lanka. Like you see Navishka's back opening, he's batting out of position. Mm. Um, so credit to him. So again, it's question is, will it filter out or will it you know, transition through to international cricket? That's something mm. that he, he'll have be, the limelight will be there. The, I mean, the criticism will come if he fails. If he does yeah. well, it might be, you know, um, he might get the credit for he's actually turned it around in international cricket as well. It's yeah. it's a choice whether selectors will want to make that call now. Oh, yeah, absolutely right. Like, credit to him because he was, he, they didn't consider him for white ball cricket uh, <laughs> six months ago. And yeah. here he is um, performing game after game and it reminds me of the old Chandimal we saw coming out of school hitting sixes down the ground hitting over cover we were wondering where that Chandimal was and now I, I see him back hitting those shots so I was I was a bit skeptical about him being in the white ball team but the way he's batting now Bara, the way he's performing he's one of our best batters at the moment and great to see Angelo Matthews back playing he started playing as an opener because he wanted to make sure um, his leg is okay. In the last game, he batted in the middle order. So that means he's he's recovering and he's managing his injury. That is a very good sign uh, for Colombo and Sri Lanka cricket. And the other guy I want to mention is um, KJP. He wasn't getting any runs because no one was bowling pace to him. Everyone was starting with Ospina. Up until the last game, his highest score was, I think it was 20. and. Last round-robin game, he scored a good 50, 58, and um, starting to get some form just in time for the playoff. 
your fellow spinner, Siku Prasanna. What do you think about him, Pora? Looks to be like fine uh, wine, uh, you know, aging well. Um, Siku, he gives his all. I think you and I, we've always shared um, just in rooms with him. We know the quality or the level of cricket he likes to play. He, I mean, he played knock, which is uh, which was a pretty outstanding knock that 32 mm. balls, 32 runs of five balls or six um, balls. Six balls, yeah, with five yeah. sixes. I watched that and yeah. Hiro Kumara came, was at the receiving end, um, uh, missed his length and went yeah. the distance. So, um, still got to hit it and see Kuge was, you know, in the his celebrations was um, <laughs> he enjoyed that. Oh, no, he was going like he was like what what type of um, celebration does he come up with? I'm just uh, he's I'm got not, a few. He's got a few. <laughs> so I know the one tapping on the back is a key. He's a regular yeah. one. Um, he does love love his celebrations. He loves playing cricket. He's I mean he's pushing 35, 36, I reckon. Yeah, uh, so 35. Uh, he's also at a, at his prime, um, but was good. Um, coming back to KJP, yes, you're right. Um, it it was out in the market. Everyone knew that he struggles in against all spinner. Um, so one knock which was good, but now as we speak, we are playing against uh, the knockout against um, uh, uh, I think they've missed a trick because they opened with Josh Little. Um, they ideally uh, a good uh, matchup would have been Ramesh Mendis taking the new yeah. ball against okay, uh, him. Um, but uh, he might bowl the second over, second new ball, um, just to match it up. Uh, but if the pitchers are good this side, um, which your boys have up, you've got Tom Banton who's good on good yeah. pitchers. He'll be a good a good batsman to keep an eye out. We know the quality of Patum, Dananje, I mean Angelo Matthews, and then Chandimal, who's doing all right. Uh, yeah. We've got a quality fast bowler in Dushman Tachamira. Yeah. Um, and Jeffrey Vandersey, who's, I mean, he's come late into the tournament with, I mean, he's put in a good performance. Yeah. Um, and the you know evergreen Sikuge Prasanna out there. So last chance for you boys. Yeah, well. <laughs> So, um, played on a fresh pitch, and if KJP fires, uh, you never know. I would have, I would have gone if I was in the double the Giants uh, team and Dickwell uh, captain. I would have given Ramesh Mendis the balls because um, they've got Imran Tahir to the middle overs. So yeah, it's no point holding him back. I would have bowled him. So let's see the second over as we talk and discuss other teams. Let's. Quickly about Van der Say, this is his fourth Fifer this season. His club won the domestic one-day championship. He he yep. played a big part in that tournament. He took three Fifers there and um, he took a six for the other night. I mean, you're a spinner. You know that uh, leg spinners, they take time to mature. And I think yep. maybe Van der Say has passed that corner where, you know, he was a bit erratic um, a few years ago, you know, bowling lots of loose balls. Maybe he turned the corner and, you know, this will be a new beginning for him because the leg spinners, you know, I'd love to see leg spinners doing well uh, at any type of cricket, Bora. Yeah, same. When to say, well, we've played a lot of cricket together. He's as a junior, he came through the ranks. Um, 
exciting talent just like it, it takes time so a lot of expectations at his um, shoulders at the time because we we're trying to find the next big best leg spinner going around mm-hmm. uh, so we didn't cope with that well I guess trying to focus on the game youth and now that maturity is helping him um, mm-hmm. has put in the yards now with the performance yeah. so um, if there's a team to or if there is you know some um, exposure into a stronger competition he'll be up there as a bowler yeah. he's spot on you tend to mature you tend to have control of what you're doing so and he's playing at Tamil Union which is also a strong yeah. club comes yeah. through some good um, senior spinners out there who are in coaching roles now which will guide him a bit more there as well. So they've drafted him and he's performed on, you know, his uh, short games that he's gotten exposed to. And when you get wickets, when you get fivers, you have no the feeling. You tend to yeah. keep So even in that last innings, when he got to two wickets, he would have known, I want to try to get a five for now. You have yeah. that taste, you know, the feeling. So yeah. you want to push it. That may be the reason he ended up with six because yeah. he knows I can, you know, Break it open. Let's move on to Jaffna, if you're keen. Uh, My boy, finally, <laughs> only, only to uh, show that you get second place for Jaffna boys, but they'll win the tournament, hopefully. So, um, but <laughs> well, for Jaffna, um, um, Kola Kadmo, Tisara, Avishka, and Choi Malik been doing the bulk of batting. Yeah. And uh, Tikshana, uh, Jordan Seals, Vanidu, and Vahabrias has taken the wickets but they lost twice to Colombo in the first round so yeah beat beat them when it matters so <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean that's cruise control for Jeff Nakin so all, all I can say is they're fighting within their selves they, within themselves they've been pretty relaxed they've changed their squads around the plane 11s they know their I mean we talked about going on to a good pitch where you need quicks, you need spinners. They've got the quicks mm. they want. They got in Vahabrias and Jaden Seals. Then you got the spinners, Tikshana and Vanidu, Chaturanga de Silva as Tisara as the fast bowling all rounder. So and then you got Avishka Shoib Malik and uh, Tom um, Kola Kadmo now, um, who's a young talent as well, who's uh, in that mix. Um, so uh, they at the moment they've got their bases covered, um, but eliminators mean it's one one player's knock can take the game away. Um, yeah. So uh, the good thing is they have that one player who can change the game for them, and they have a few good players like that. Wanidu has been he's been quiet so far for his expectations, so he might you know just stand up at the back end of the tournament which is what uh, you want as a after ja- as a Jaffna Kings supporter <laughs> all good one vibes good news about them it's a strong squad um, hopefully they can keep that mix I'm not sure with the next few years or the next edition what will happen with that squad Whether there's a retention or what happens yeah. to the month right into the circuit but Candy Warriors might be eyeing more players from this guy. I mean, all the other franchises would be eyeing the players yeah. that get into them. So yeah, I mean, if there's a possibility of bringing in another team, I mean, they'll yeah. they'll try to 
you know, bring some of these players over to their side. Uh, so, yeah, you're, you're still confident that they're going to win it, but I'm, I'm confident that my boys will meet you in the final and meet you in the final. We'll see in a few days. Uh, if you move on to goal gladiators, Usal Mendes, one of the naughty three, uh, he's been making well, some runs. Samit Patel, bat and ball, he's been the star. Panuka yep. and Danushka, they, they were their top batters. And um, Noor Ahmed and um, Samit Patel has been taking wickets for them. Uh, yeah. Hafiz and Pulina Tarang in the last few games uh, because you know they've been bowling a lot because the pitches were turning. But uh, looking at their team, Bora, Hafiz hasn't made many runs. And the other guy is Isuru Dana. He's been a bit disappointing with the ball. Um, but playing on different pitches might change their luck. Any thoughts about uh, their team, the Gold Gladiators? Silent contenders, I think, from the squads because of um, their, I think they've got Mohammed Amir who hasn't done a lot yet. Uh, Isuru Dana, we know, like you say, he hasn't come good, but if he comes strong, playing on good tracks, that might be the difference because you do have Samit Patel, who's a seasoned campaigner. He'll be Mm. able to plug overs. He'll probably bowl, you know, one or two at the top and through the middle and finish up there. Um, Ashane Daniel, I feel he needs to play, but um, for some reason cannot get in, uh, you know, expose well enough. Um, and then if the guys like, you know, Kusal Mendes wants to make a, a impression on, yep, his quality needs to come back. These are the back in games that you need to impress them because there hasn't been any like between Danushka, Kusal and even um, Dickwell there hasn't been any standout performance or any massive ones you know say okay what differentiates them from the rest of the top order bats we have Um, that's the uniqueness we want them to see Um, because you know Danushka is batting top order um, Kusal is batting top order as well so the stage is set for them to perform. They'll be coming up against a strong Jaffna Kings team um, later on tonight. So if Jaffna Kings gets through, that means they will be the first team playing in the finals. And then um, yeah. whoever it's a drop-off from that game against whoever wins this probably will find the second we'll spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty confident there, but uh, yeah, a lot of these the teams now that we are discussing have a lot more to improve. They've just you know scrap crept through and gotten in, like Colombo star, like stars, double, um, goal. Pretty much not a lot difference between them. Whereas Jaffna is a bit high at the moment, so you got three teams. Trying to get in, and then hopefully, at this when the game set, someone takes that massive, you know, match winning knock away from them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the change of pitches will play a big part, uh, Bora. You know, yeah. So even team like Dambulla, you know, on a, on a better pitches, like someone like the Kuala, he loves playing his fancy shots, right? I mean, yeah, he love a good. Good pitch that ball comes on to him. So if you move on to Tamula Giants, 
Phil Salt been scoring lots of runs, 247. Yeah. Dasun and Dikwella, but Salt's been the one who's been making bulk of runs. Ramesh Mendis with the bat and ball, he's been taking wickets and scoring runs. So he's playing that spinning all around the part. Um, yeah. Imran Tahir with wickets. Uh, Nuan Pradeep, the old Wiley Fox, uh, he's been bowling well. Um, and Tarindu Ratnayaka bowling with his with both arms, uh, doing some damage uh, with the ball. Uh, the one guy caught my eye from the Damula Giants team was uh, Janit Leonage Bora. He played a very good knock of 50 of 35 balls. He looked like someone who has the technique and the potential to, you know, play good standard cricket. He he looked very comfortable against the fast bowlers and he was very decisive with his uh, shot selection. Uh, he played a, he a pretty pretty good knock uh, of 50. I think that was his first game. So that was that someone caught my eye. Remember we talked about, you know, none, none of the newcomers has put out a show. He yeah. was one guy caught my eye. Yeah, uh, Damulla on a good, good big pitch. They have big hitters like Dasun Shahanaka who can finish the game. Uh, they, you know, they, they are a force to reckon. Yeah, unfortunately, I think um, he's not playing today. Dambula Dasun looks to be injured. Oh, really? Oh. And, yeah, Dick Welle is captain in that team. Oh, right. so, but coming quickly back to Janit Leonage, um, I've known him because he's from my school, St. Peter's, and then hmm. um, to the ranks. He's a, he's a very confident character. Um, he he can bowl. He was all round, I think, at school. Um, oh. And he's he's come along. He's played a lot of um, you know domestic cricket as well now. Um, he's played for Ragam. School, yeah, I think uh, still plays for Ragam as well. So uh, something I like about him is very still at the crease. Um, mm. This a lot, so I think he gets his base set up and then he's good to go. Uh, but in terms of a guy, I think I guess that's the impression he had with everyone who saw that knock was wow, where was this guy? Kind of so that's a good um, I think the first knock you have, and if you can make an impression like that, it's it's something good. It a lot of things, good things will go your way as well. So um He's grabbed his opportunity, similar to what uh, Van der Sey did. Um, so he'll set up in that camp and try to impress with the um, like the more games they get to play. He'll try to put his hand up and perform. Um, but overall, the rest of the squad, not many standout performers, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Imran Tahir is a good player. Um, he'll be... Um, He'll be hard to get away with, especially with his, you know, the speed of his bowling. He's, I think, yeah. he's one of the early starters who got that speed through Rashid Khan and then yeah. capitalized. But also something good you realize is Dickwell is keeping against all these spinners, and he's such a quality keeper. You know, yeah. he's good behind the stumps. So, I think that's a good factor I've noticed um, with behind the stumps having that. You know. The feel good factor knowing that you've got a quality keeper behind you helps the spinners out a lot. Um, Ramesh Mendis, yes, um, he's uh, becoming a strong uh, player. I think he learns very quickly. That's something I've picked up. Ramesh Mendis is he seems to be being able to upskill himself very quickly, which is a good sure. sign. He managed to find 
his batting years in T20 as well, where he's adapted and tried to get that role. Yeah. Um, so he's he's identifying ways to play the game, which is something that's a really good uh, bonus for any young player to have. Um, so he'll play a part in tonight's game. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you mingle with all these good players, Bora. You know, you tend to bounce yeah. off each other and and a good healthy competition makes a world lots of good to any player because you'll have to do well, especially among a young group. You'll have to do well to get picked and um, you have to keep performing. So he's doing it. He's doing it well and uh, seems to be enjoying it as well. He's, he's a very confident character. One guy um, we missed is Shamik Ratna, who hasn't really made a big part in this tournament, but yeah. we all know what he can do. So He's one guy I'm a bit worried about uh, coming into this eliminator. Um, maybe <laughs> I don't want this game to be his game where he he hit few sixes or ball, you know, a few good overs and take the win away from us. Um, he hasn't done much in this tournament except for that one over he bowled that he took the responsibility of bowling the last over and win the game for them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, for your boy's sake, hopefully he doesn't perform, but. Yeah. Uh, from his point of view, he needs to come to the party as he's one of the premier all-rounders in this Sri Lankan setup. So he needs to stand up. Mm. Um, moving on to the wooden spoonies, um, the Candy Boys. Um, unfortunately, a below par performance. I think I'll I'll kick off with the negatives first, or the player. I think a player that I was eager to see and um, come good was Asela Gunaratna. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, wasn't in the wasn't there. I'm not sure if there is more injuries plaguing him or it's more form, um, not to be seen. Um, but the part, the rest of it, they were a very weak bowling attack. That's an honest assessment. Mm. We came down at times. Um, there were a lot of uh, games where you got down to the last two and they're struggling to have a bowling option. They've managed to just keep taking the game deep, but just not good enough to hold yeah. strong in. I think that's an assessment. They'll have to go back into their uh, meetings and have a discussion where they want to, you know, set camp, how they want to go about in tournaments like this. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, looking at their team performances, Bopara got some runs. He only played like five games for uh, yeah. uh, Kenna Lewis and Roman Powell. They they hit 24 sixes, yeah, but between them, but that wasn't enough because um, Powell had to leave for West Indies duties. He played three yeah. games and hit 11 sixes in this. But um, as a team, they haven't scored enough runs. Uh, Asalanka, Angelo Pereira, Tien Sampat and Vinod Panuka did not make enough runs or build enough partnership for them to challenge the other teams. Nimesh Vimukti, the left-arm spinner, took 10 wickets. He's only threatening bowler in that team. And they badly needed a spinner in their team, and they didn't. They, they had part-time bowlers that didn't work out for them. Uh, and Lahiru Kumar, uh, that game against Colombo, he cracked under pressure again. Uh, it was like deja vu from the World Cup. For Sikuge Prasanna hit sixes of him, and um, and one other guy I really wanted to see do well in this in this team was Kamidu Mendis. I thought he'll make this opportunity to make a case for selection for that Sri Lanka white ball team. Um, 
it wasn't to be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like they'll have to go back to the drawing boards and uh, come up with a plan how to go about things next year. Yeah, I think um, just quickly, like when you see a struggling team, everything, everything you look at a struggling team, um, the Candy Boys had it. They had an unsettled batting order. Like Charlie Tasalanka at the back end had to open the order, come into Mendes. Um, Asela Gunaratna, Angelo Pereira again trying to get a lot of overs between them as you know part-time swimmers not having that you know out and out spinner um, and the bowling being wavered Lairo Kumar so um, I'm not sure how their catching would have been but I'm, I'm guessing that would have been a bit um, off uh, colour as well that's a hallmark of struggling teams again like TGM Sampath Milin the Sirivandan was in the squad, he didn't play, so not sure yeah. what that was. But I think he would, it's like for like players, Kamidu yeah. Mendes, Milinda, Angelo, Angelo Pereira, EM Sampa, Tasela Gunaratna, you know, those bits and pieces players. Um, so there was a lot on his plate, and you got um, Ravi Boparara, who's a, who's a strong player. Mm. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, they couldn't get in there. Um, Binura Fernando was part of a few games, but I think he was injured as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of lot of things they'll have to fix up if they need to be, you know, contenders going into next season. Let's wrap it up there. But but I think we should do another episode before the finals, Bora, because yeah. Then uh, after this uh, this eliminator and the qualifiers, we can do a proper uh, episode about. How are we going to go about the finals? Hopefully, it'll be between Jaffna and uh, Colombo. There's a lot of cricket happening around the world. They're playing the second test at Adelaide at the moment. Looks like another heavy defeat in the horizon for England. Bora, everything went wrong for England team. Again, like strange tactics to bowl short to Aussies with half it. Ben Stokes and uh, they didn't pick Mark Wood. Maybe well, the the news was that they are resting him uh, for the next game, but the uh, Aussies are they seem to be very comfortable with the pace of these uh, three English bowlers, uh, and I feel for Joe Root. I mean, he had to walk into bat in the first fifteen overs of a of every innings, almost every innings in the last two years. I mean, he's, he's, he has to carry a lot of weight with this England touring team. Nothing seems to work for England at the moment in the Ashes. Bora, what are your thoughts? Have you been watching uh, Ashes? Yeah, I've been watching the Ashes. Um, yeah, England are struggling. We knew that. We, we talked about coming into this series. England has a, you know, 80 miles per hour bowling attack. They're not going to trouble this strong batting order. We've, we've seen some... Good scores being put out. Um, England, uh, I mean, is they are staring down the barrel at a 5-0 defeat going into this series. Um, and yeah, Joe Root having to, you know, it's Joe, if Joe Root can bat at every spot and have five Joe Root, that's what England's looking for. Um, there was an interesting st- stat put out that this um, English team openers has scored the most ducks in a calendar year oh, in wow. test so um, that's a problem in itself where England cricket's at. Um, and yeah, I mean, 
when you talked about a poor attack bowling plan to bowl short in a twilight test cricket when the ball swing in uh, you want to get give most much possible for the ball to swing they're trying to bowl short with ben stoke who's your premier batsman run into the ground he didn't bowl, he didn't bowl in the second innings or didn't bowl much in the second innings because yeah. uh, he looked like as soon as the first innings finished he walked back it just he looked like he's you know i i have my doubts he might play the third test as well because he did look like we just knocked him to the ground um mm. but that's what australia wanted they want to you know um they made a big statement by going after jack leach they put him out of the attack into the second test they'll probably knock a few more players um yeah. it's a tough tour england know it's oh, tough yes. tour a lot of players have ended their careers here a few might end their careers after the end of mm. this series as well but as it stands they're struggling to find a way to get back into this series the funny thing is bora like they you know they were in good positions to be on top of both test matches yeah. it's just that um they dropped lots of catches and strange tactics as well like you know i know joe rudy is a very good batsman but i don't know whether he's he's the best captain when it comes to taking decisions in australian wickets if the game gets away from you it's very hard to pull it back especially if you don't have you know someone who can bowl 90 miles per hour Uh, and uh, try to unsettle batsmen so it's it's been a bit bizarre but we talked about this adelaide test right this is this was the chance for england to come back at aussies and seems to me they they blew it and all the aussies uh, we meet they talk about final i don't know we might see a final this time the way things are yeah. going it's point in that way if you talk about you know funny or weird things happening nolly robinson bowl all spin it is man i'm not sure who's making the calls or deciding this it's it doesn't look good what with these scenarios um yes you're right some of the decisions jorut has been making are questionable also england has made a management change um, before this mm. series or even before the world cup where they decided um the selection duties all stand with the head coach there is no yeah, silverwood yeah ed smith's mm. tenor finished and now it's chris silverwood and you know the decisions lie with the captain and the coach a lot of with the coach um the choices are a bit shocking at the moment in a struggling series I've got a slight I'm not sure just if at all Matty Parkinson's in the country they might squeeze him in for the Sydney test um, yeah. might play him and I don't know those are sudden changes that these guys tend to make um yeah. but they're running they're struggling they're pretty it's a poor attack I mean even when you look at the guys of um, anderson and broad looking at them how they are on the field um i think the media outlets are having a proper run in they'll see more tabloids coming in with the way they are you know mopping on the floor on the field and you know walking yeah. around so not good signs yeah it's sad to see that like we have everyone wants to watch a good ashes series it's something like a world cup for england and australia you know they they have they planned for this series like uh, two years prior and it seems 
to me, England haven't planned at all the way things are going. I know it's been hard with COVID and all that, but um, there's not much resources they have in that squad to come out with a stronger challenge to the Aussies. If, if Sri Lanka is not playing in a, in a match on TV, I, I always support the underdog. So I go, you know, I'm supporting England in this series, but it's disappointing to see they're not putting up a fight. Yeah, it's becoming harder to watch, isn't it? Australia has so many positives. Everyone you look, it seems to be scoring runs. So, mm. yeah, Nathan Lyons looking good. He's, uh, as a finger spinner, it's just lovely to watch, especially on these you know, tracks here in Australia, how much turn and bounce he's getting. He's turning some balls, yeah. he's turning them square. Well, not, uh, not according to Kevin Peterson. Oh, he has taken more than 400 test figures, mate. <laughs> I doubt. <laughs> I think Kevin Peterson might have gotten out a few times to Lyon as well. So, he, but yeah. uh, I don't, sometimes I find it how it's easy to uh, commentate and, you know, criticize. It's, um, uh, yeah, I don't agree with that. I was, yeah. with, I, I, I see the funny side of things when guys say yeah. stuff like that. You know, there's a guy who's taken 400 test wickets. They don't just come for fun. So <laughs> maybe maybe he's hurting as well because England England are losing. So could be could be that frustrations. Um, at the moment from the English camp, I think David Milan's one positive side which is looking for. So he'll he's been putting in some good scores. Yeah. Um, apart from that, not a lot to talk about. Uh, I mean, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Bora, we went on about LPL and we talked a lot about Ashes as well. Uh, we promised our listeners to do a Q&A episode. Uh, we'll record it during the week. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please send them in. Then we can we can talk about them in that episode. We got a big list, but we'll fit you in. Other than that, that's that's all for this episode. Anything else you got to add to that, Bora? No, happy with that. I think let's keep our eyes on the LPL. That's at the business end now. Um, see how those matches are um, rolling out. Um, that's uh, the games you want to watch. We are following the Ashes as well. In between, we'd like to hear your thoughts and feedbacks on a, which is turning out. You know, we are at the back end of the year as well, 2021 mm. finishing up. So, yeah. Something to think about of the year gone by. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. Send all your comments and your questions to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast at gmail.com. You can find both of us on Twitter. Say hi and give us a follow. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we're having a break from cricket here. So we'll be watching a few, not playing as much. Um, so hope you guys enjoy the quiet break as well. Yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers.